is a Furnish Brothers production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Talking Buds podcast. The Talking Buds podcast. About the buds, by the buds, for the buds. This is the Talking Buds podcast. ago when it dawned on me that our 50th episode was approaching I was like this is going to be huge we're going to have to come up with some sort of special segment it's going to be like a celebration 50 episodes buddy can you believe we made it to 50 episodes 50 episodes cheers to that baby oh yeah consistency mm-hmm. This podcast is here for you. Shows the consistency that this team that we cover does not show Whoa. on a nightly basis. So cheers to 50 vodka soda peach, my drink of choice for this monumental episode. Well, you you kind of took it the words out of my mouth there, buddy. Um I'm not feeling in a celebratory mood. Um, the Maple Leafs are in trouble, dude. Like, like this, yeah. this is like, I know that like throughout the year, there's been bad stretches and there's been the whole sort of like tongue in cheek, like, is it time to hit the panic button uh, conversation? But it's like, no, to, now is actually the time to hit the panic button. Well, let's get right into it. Like, let's not, let's not diddle dally around with the Florida game. I need to ask you one what? thing. One thing. Simple. Simple thing. One thing. What is wrong with this hockey team? I'll tell you what's wrong with this hockey team right now. And I don't actually want to skip over the Florida game because, Ryan, as I said last week. No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. But honestly, I am so right. frustrated at this point. It's our 50th, 50th episode, and I'm fired up. And watching this game man i'll like, tell you all right. you're watching it and it's just like what is wrong with this here's team? my here's what my analysis it? okay they're a team they're a poor defensive hockey team and they are built to win if you look at their wins since since sheldon keefe took over it's all just like look at all the games okay six four four two seven five like just like high scoring wins all right if you are not getting the appropriate goaltending, 920 save percentage goaltending, you cannot win playing like that. Which brings me to my next point. Kyle Dubas has some splaining to do. Like, in the two years Kyle Dubas has been general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, they have not provided a sufficient enough backup for Freddie Anderson. And there was always the possibility last year and this year 
with Garrett Sparks and Michael Hutchinson that Freddie might get hurt. He might go down. And then your backup's going to have to come in there for a stretch. Now, we don't know how long Freddie's going to be out. They're saying day-to-day, what with these neck concussion-type injuries, you just never know, right? It's at the point with Michael Hutchinson, Ryan, and I don't think all the goals were his fault tonight because, as I said earlier, they're a pretty brutal defensive team. But it's at the point you can't even put him in there for a game. Like, you can't you can't trust Rob, that he's going to go in there and win. Here's what I'm struggling with, and it's it's not – this isn't me saying, like, it, it's all the team, but this is three years in a row or, or two and a half. The first year you had Johnny Enroth take a trip down memory lane. Johnny Enroth, terrible. Couldn't make a save. You brought in Curtis McElhaney. He was decent. The last two years, we have pinned – lost points on backup goaltending. And I find it rather difficult to blame that solely on two individuals. That fourth goal tonight that he gave up against the Rangers was as bad as it gets. And the second one, he got beat clean. And this whole year, he's been sketchy in the net. And you, you, you're on your edge of your seat when any time a shot gets directed towards him. But are we at the point where we're willing to blame backup goalies for playoff losses or not making the playoffs? Like, I I just, I'm having a hard time doing it. Like, are we going to just hang this all on the backup goaltender? No, no, no. We're not not hanging it all on the backup goaltender, Ryan, but he's, he's a below average goalie. Like... Yeah, no, he's terrible. And no, no, I'm, I'm not like, saying. Like tonight, I, I totally Like tonight, agree. Ryan, if he doesn't let that fourth goal in, it's a different game. And like, and, and, I, and Monday I, against Florida, like, dude, the go-ahead goal that he let in against Florida, like that, like, it's, it's, it, it sucks the life right out of them. And so it's like, is it all his fault? No, because no one has highlighted more than you and I, how difficult it is to be a goalie in front of in front of this team. Like no one has highlighted that more than us. But but you need to make a big save, and he can't make a big save. He just can't. No, he can't. And I, I totally agree with that. But like I'm just watching this team, and I I think it's because we're too close to it. I I don't have the time to sit down and watch other games around the NHL. I wish I could. I wish I could be an absolute hockey mastermind and know every team's efficiencies but all I do is watch this hockey team we do this podcast we are huge fans we set our time aside to watch this team play at the most inconvenient time sometimes but it's it's like I, I'm almost too close to it it's like I'm watching them they have tons of talent they're, they're, they're best players 39 goals they're some of their best players have more than point a game or close to a point a game and they they go down tonight and they're losing and you're just like you're looking at the standings and you're like what is happening? What is going on? I don't know. What is wrong with this team? Like yeah, they're horrible defensively, but they got a ton of talent. That's all the media has been telling me. It's all I've been watching. It's all I see in the stats and the articles and what I well, read. But yet it's I'm watching tonight and it's just like no, well, no it's, like this, yeah. this league is and hard. And, and your like, best player is scoring goals. Your best player is in contention to win the Rocket Richard Trophy. So it's like, 
So what are yeah. we looking at here? Are we looking at def- like secondary scoring? Is that not good enough? Is it just all on the blue line because the blue line Dude, sucks? Is it the backup goaltending? Right. I got to be honest with you, man. Like, I, I have a really hard time putting this on the forwards right now. Like, I, I really do. Like, m- maybe if you want to if you want to talk about them as a team in the defensive zone, sure. But, like, I, I think I, – I thought this is two games in a row now, the Florida game and the uh, Ranger game, where I, I don't think they played that bad. It's just they – it's it's not the Florida game. They played well. They, the Panthers were awful. They dominated well, them that whole game, and they just they they lose because they have this is why this yeah is because so they have mental lapses in the defensive zone. They have first of all they have the defense just simply isn't good enough. Okay, Cody CC well documented, especially after the Florida game and on this podcast for weeks. One of the worst hockey players I've ever seen. Okay, Rasmus Sandin, talent for days, but he's a kid. And he's just getting into the league, and it takes... He's too it, slow, and he's it too takes, soft It takes so a far. really long time for a defenseman to figure it out in the National Hockey League. Yes, and that's totally yeah. fine, but for now, he's too soft, and he's too slow. And Cody Cece's terrible. Yeah. And Tyson Berry, like you said, yeah. is awful. Travis Dermott scares me sometimes. And whole, For a guy who is seen as the future and a guy we're going to have to pay... Like he kind of scares and, me sometimes. And, I'm not gonna lie. Like like the kid a lot. And Hole and Muzzin. But he scares Hole me. Hole and Muzzin. And then Hall, I'm not a Justin Hall fan. I've been on this podcast before. I think he's a boring hockey player. I don't think he's very good at no. all. Like I, I think he's overrated a lot. Yeah, it's a nice little story came out of the press box. But like, nah, I'm not a huge You're fan. Not, and Jake Muzzin is is okay. I don't mind. They're set Jake up Muzzin. to be a high powered offensive team, and that's how they beat teams is by and they're gonna give up goals. And the the, the, the yeah, counter and- argument against the way this team is built from the people who don't like it has always been, well, you're not going to win in the playoffs like that. This isn't sustainable. You're not going to have ultimate success in the National Hockey League with a team that's constructed like this. And then the people who are on Team Dubas are like, no, you are, because if you dominate puck possession, you that's how you win games. But it's like, sure, but if it when, when your goaltending is allowing goals, like the fourth Rangers goal tonight, it doesn't matter how often you have the puck. And when your defense is struggling as much, and it's it's not all on the six guys back there, Ryan. Like, them as a collective unit, the the whatever combination of five guys are out there, when they're in the defensive zone, it's not good. No, it, it's forwards yeah. included. That's why I have a hard time. Like, I've played enough hockey, I've watched enough hockey, analyzed enough hockey to know... That you can't just pin everything on 2D no. back there. It's a five-man unit in the defensive zone. And it's... A, it's it's When things go bad for this they hockey team, really like, bad. man, do yeah. they go bad. They, they spiral. Yeah. They go down the largest, steepest hill you've ever seen in your yeah. life. And it's frustrating. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I just... I'm so frustrated watching this team. And... and because you're so immersed in it, you're watching every game. There's the games where they win five three. You're like, oh man, they're actually pretty decent. Tons of talent. Like you know what, they can score. Like whatever. And then they lose. They play so well. The last this game, I thought they played pretty decent overall. And then you go to the Florida game. Thought they were phenomenal. I was so proud of them after the two periods. Look at the shots they gave up after two periods. Don't remember the exact number. It was, it was low. Phenomenal. It was like they, it was like thirteen or shots. fourteen. 
Yeah, and it's like, this is great. If if they would lose every game like this, they'd probably be in a pretty good spot. If they play like this every game, and then it's like, okay, lose two in a row, lose a critical game to Florida, and now you're looking at the standings, and you're like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What is this team? Like, they might have a ton of talent, but like, there's just something is not no. right, and it's... I, I get why fans of this hockey team through generations and generations have just quit on them because man, like tonight I'm watching, I'm watching the third period. I'm like, they're not coming no, back. Like, yeah, Oh I know. man, I am so frustrated. Yep. I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know really how, what else to say. Like, it's like they're in trouble. Like they're in trouble. They, they have to do something. And it's like, there's still all this talk about like, oh, Kyle Dubas is going to like, dude, they're in a brutal place right now because they're a team reeling and on the ropes. And I know this is a cliche thing to say, but it's actually true. If you want to upgrade the goal tending position, you're going to have to give up too much to do that because teams know well, you're what desperate. Is too much at this well, point. Like what is what is too much for at me? This point? For me, like, it's giving up. Well. That's a good point. For me, it's giving up draft capital because I think they're they're this is gonna be the second year in a row without a first round pick. So I'd prefer to not give up draft picks. But so that means if you, but you also got to make the money work. So the the names that are constantly thrown around are a Kapanen or a Janssen. We we haven't even talked about the Casperi Kapanen thing from the weekend where he got benched for missing practice or being late for practice because he slept in. So it's like. You're gonna have to give up one of those guys, and then potentially Rob. At this point, man, get rid of yeah. both. Like I don't care. Like it's it's over. The guy's late for practice. He's got good speed. He's flashy. I don't care. We have enough flashy players on yep. this hockey team. You're not gonna make a a killer deadline yep. deal. I think this year's is what yep. it is. You're gonna have to. But yeah. if you're going into next season, man, like you gotta let go. You gotta let go of the emotion. Yep. Of some of these guys you grew up with well, the Marlies Ryan. with. Oh, well, Keith battled out in the Marlies with this guy. Well, I don't care, Ryan, if man. They, if like, they miss the playoffs, it, the heads are going to roll. It, uh, dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and, and you text me tonight. If they miss the playoffs, we're looking at one individual. Yeah. And he wears glasses for a hint. And took the singer of Arkells on the trip as his mentor. Which I found very odd. What is the mentor's I, trip? explain it to me it's taking people who well some of it's kind of nice like they're taking is it a hockey mentor it's just a life mentor just a life mentor so like tyson berry for instance took his grandpa like i think that's i think that's nice but but then but then kyle dubas is like i'm bringing i'm bringing max kerman the singer of the arkells and it's like okay that's weird yeah which is a bit of a bit of a weird flex on the guy that's weird don't get me wrong the arkells are a great band i encourage you to see them live if you don't, if you don't like them and you want to change your opinion, see them live. It'll change your opinion. Anyway, well, good Canadian band. You got to yeah. support. Anyway, yeah, we're all gonna be looking at him because, like Ryan, this is. I was talking to my buddy at work today about this. This has been such a weird season. Like, think about how this season is gone. It's like first he makes the deal. In the offseason, the Nazem Kadri trade, which I think we can all agree at this point. Terrible bust. trade. Bust of a trade. Bust, bust of trade. a trade. 
terrible trade. Yeah, so right, right here, right now, garbage. Yeah, bust trade. of a trade. We thought at the time, like, and and there are people who I still see on Twitter who like have massive Twitter followings and like whatever who are like, I still would do the trade over again. And it's like, are you insane? Yeah, whatever, buddy. Like, yeah, okay. You you keep looking on those yeah. analytics. All right, buddy, yeah. go ahead. Useless stats. That's what those are. Look at the standings. That's the only stat yep, that matters. 100%. Tired of that. Yeah, it's I know. Ridiculous. Me too. I'm tired of justifying a team. I'm tired of justifying tired a team that is not in a playoff spot with a bunch of numbers. It's like. I get it. Zone and, entries. And I, scoring opportunities. Possession time. You know what drives me nuts? <laughs> drives me what? nuts. If you analyze every other sport, okay? Baseball, football, basketball. Because the only sports that actually matter. No offense to other sports. They're all possession games. Like, football is a possession game. One team has possession for a significant amount of time. Same with basketball. And baseball is kind of different. Hockey, it's it's a crazy game. It's a small game in a small area where players are fighting for the puck, have no space, no time, and have to make quick decisions. Possession numbers in a game like hockey mean nothing to me. They mean nothing, okay? So don't throw possession numbers at me with this hockey team. Look at the standings. That's all that matters, okay? Ryan, you realize that possession is the philosophy in which Kyle Dubas has built this team. And and that's nice, okay? Like, if if your team, like, if you look at the Bruins, I I, I don't have the Bruins analytics in front of my face, but I'm sure they're very strong. I'm sure they have possession more times than not. But the difference between the Leafs and the Bruins is when the Bruins don't have possession, they know what to do to get possession again and defend. And this hockey team doesn't know how to defend. Earlier, when this episode started, you asked me, what is wrong with the Maple Leafs? Therein lies the problem right there. You just hit it on the head. When they do not have possession, they do not know how to regain possession. None of them know how. And when they're f- and when they're forced in a bad spot, they don't have the maturity or the know-how to get yes. out of it. It's just it's sly it's the steepest hill on planet Earth when things start going bad yes. for them. It's it's not good. It's I'm so man, like this is well, ridiculous. I want, I want like I can't believe we're on this episode being like, oh, they're gonna make the playoffs. What do you mean they're not gonna make the yep. playoffs? Like, it's Ryan, on. it's a, it's a like, distinct oh. possibility. Like when you're losing when you're at this point, when you're at this time of the year and you're in the position that they're in where you're battling like they are and you're dropping games in regulation, it's not good. No, and it's just been it's been an up and down season. We we've said it on past episodes. It's well, it's win four, lose just, three, just win like, five, lose four. Like I want to I want to like, revisit that because like I again I was thinking about it holistically today, and like just this whole year has been so odd. Like it started with the with the Kadri trade, which I which we said is bogus. Then the season starts, and like right away they're dealing with injuries. They have the Marner. Um, situation in camp that eventually gets solved and then eventually like Babcock eventually gets fired and they bring in Keefe and um like the 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 backup goaltending like like I know that you said earlier that you're 
hesitant to put it all on goaltending and okay but ryan there's michael hutchinson has cost this team if you go down and look at their wins and losses he's cost this team at least six points in the standings at least rob i i i am sorry i will fight you that i will fight you on this till till the end of time there there is no way i am blaming a lost playoff season on a no, backup no, no, goaltender. No, no. no Ryan, way. I get it. I agree no. with you, okay? But I'm telling you right now, they would be in a better position in the standings if they had even a slight upgrade at backup goalie. And I'm sure 31 other teams or 30 other teams would say the same thing about different parts. If only we have a better fifth defenseman or a sixth... I'm sure every team goes through that. And I and, and listen, like I agree just, with you. It's just but, I, and, and I'm, you know, like, so, so I, you add those six points back in, Ryan. They're still in like the kind of like bottom I of the know, Atlantic wild just, card hunt, which still going into the season we would have said wasn't good enough. Like I I I, I know it, I know. And and in, in, in a perfect world, it makes a ton of sense. Your backup goalie plays to a 900 save percentage level. Like maybe you get four more points, but I, I just, I, I had people texting me tonight about this team and being like, Oh, the backup goal, the backup goal. It's like, come on. You're not blaming this lost season. They wouldn't be in this position. Anderson's played more than three quarters of the yeah. games. Like the guys played a ton yeah. of games and they're still in this position. You're in this position because you're in this position. You're not just blaming it on one dude. Do they yeah. need to upgrade app? Absolutely, they need an upgrade. They've needed an upgrade for two years, but it's it's like this. This goes deeper than that for me. It goes way yeah. deeper. You don't just quit on your goalie when he gives up a bad well, and goal, that, and not just for one game they, for several. Ryan, they have games. they have like, and now we're getting really deep into it here. But it's like th- that's another thing, right? It's like like look at the Raptors. Look at the run the Raptors are on right now. The Raptors straight. were down by like twenty to the Indiana Pacers. One, I know. Come, I won fifty bucks on a bet. I bet the Pacers in the second quarter. And now, and now they come, they come back and they've won twelve in a row. And there's like a cultural belief within that franchise and that organization that we're n- never out of it because Kawhi taught yes. them how to yeah. win. Yeah. Kawhi came here and showed them what it takes. To be a professional athlete at an elite level and do what you have to do to win games in your yeah. league. And this is this team, I said tonight during the game, that you know what? We the media might overplay Sheldon Keefe's immaturity comment, but at the end of the day, what I can boil this team and their problems down to is just immaturity yep. all yep. around. All around, you, things go bad for you. Yep. You quit. You, you stop working. You don't work hard enough. You don't battle out of it. You can't fight yep. back. It, it's it's everything to me. It boils down to immaturity for this hockey team all across the board. And they have some veterans, but they also have some young people. And most young people on this hockey team are the core of their team. Yep. And it's just oh man, I I am just flying I think, right I, now. Like, I think I, don't you're, even I think know. you're bang on nobody. Like, like I really do. 
Like I, I, I really do. Like I, I think that is a huge part of the problem, and I think there's a huge, like I think there's a huge part of this fan base that doesn't want to hear that, and like the, the, the like, dude, this, this is like, I, I don't want to like a, yeah. a lot of our the Maple Leafs have acquired the Maple Leafs have acquired goaltender Jack Campbell and forward Kyle Clifford from the Los Angeles Los Angeles Kings in exchange for forward Trevor Moore Columbus third round pick in 2020 NHL draft and conditional third round pick in 2021 Los Angeles will retain 50% of Clifford's salary as part of the transaction Ryan hit Ryan Ryan, we don't have one, but hit the breaking news um, sound up. Give me some breaking news music. I repeat, the Maple Leafs have acquired goaltender Jack Campbell and forward Kyle Clifford from the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for forward Trevor Moore, Columbus third round pick in the 2020 draft and a conditional third round pick in 2021 tweeted four minutes ago by Leafs PR. So you know what that tells me, Ryan? That tells me two so things. So this reeks of de- desperation. And that Freddie Anderson is not coming back anytime soon. No. No. Yeah. So you're taking a stab at another goaltender, which at this point is not a bad Let's idea. Let's take a look at Kyle. Like, like, like the we're, we're we're throwing flyers everywhere at this point. Yeah, this is great breaking news breaking on this news. podcast. Fiftieth episode. episode. This is probably the first are- time where we've had some sort of breaking news live while we are recording. Well, by the time everyone listens to it, they'll already know this deal. But that's not the point. Well, I don't care. I don't, you'll laugh when yep. you're listening to it. I I know I know our yep. listeners. Uh, Kyle Clifford. Oh no, that's they got. So this is Kyle Clifford. Six goals, eight assists, right, well, fourteen points. Jack Campbell. He's got a nine hundred save percentage. He's eight wins, ten losses on a terrible yep. team. I'm sure he's some sort of an upgrade. But as I said while watching the game tonight, what this hockey market is unbelievable at is taking goalies chewing them and spitting them out like they're nothing so jack campbell if you get your opportunity here good luck because i don't think you'd be any worse than the guy who's in here right now but be careful if you lose two games in a row because knowing this media and this fan base it'll be on you why we're not making the playoffs that's how irrational this fan so um I guess this means um, it's a desperation move. Yeah. You moved a half decent bottom six guy to get a a flyer of a goaltender. That's basically what he did. Clearly Kyle Dubas has a decent relationship with the Los Angeles Kings because he made the Jake Muzzin deal as well. So, and he also got them to retain half the salary. I don't care about Kyle Clifford. This is all about taking a flyer on a goaltender. Yeah. I just opened another one. That's how upset yeah. I am. I got the peach first. Now I got the vodka soda lime. Lemon lime. I've never tried the lemon lime. I know it wasn't a huge fan yeah, at first, it's growing but on you, growing to like it. That's the first know? time so we've ever nice light, smooth. That's flavor. the first time we've ever broken a trade on the Talking Buds podcast. 
I just as you were talking, I and I was going to talk about, about the it. Leaf fan base. I, I just fired up my Twitter. You just broke right yeah. into it. I didn't even know it. You just got into it. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man, this is some breaking yep. news yep. here. Yeah, Phenomenal. let's repeat it one more time for everybody. The, I feel like we're professional media guys. For the third and point. final time, the Maple Leafs have acquired goaltender Jack Campbell and forward Kyle Clifford from the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for forward Trevor Moore, Columbus third-round pick in the 2020 NHL draft, and a conditional third-round pick in 2021. So we said earlier, Ryan, we did not want them to part ways with draft capital. However... Two third round picks. I mean, it could be worse. We don't want to part them. We don't want to part ways with yes. first round yes. capital as well. Or we're second really round, especially this year. If you want to part ways with a second rounder in 2021, okay, but we don't have a first rounder again this year. So your scouting staff needs to find a gem. You need to find another Pierre Engvall in that second round. I don't even know if he was a second yeah. rounder, but that's the type of player you need to find. Yeah, good luck. Because you're going to have a lot of eyeballs on you in the offseason if it keeps going the way it's going right now. So this totally just changed the narrative of um, what we were talking about. So I, so Jack Campbell's coming here, and he's getting thrown right into the fire, and he will probably start on Friday night. So, yeah, this tells me that Freddie Anderson is um, – Done yep. for at least two yep. weeks. Yep. At least. Yep. So that means, so they got a back-to-back this weekend. So that means Mikey Hutch is still going to play one of those games. Or do they just say, Hutch, you're done, and it's um, Campbell and Kaskasuo? I would have a very hard time throwing Michael Hutchison back yep. in the net after what we've seen in the past yep. two games. Even though I try to... St- Stay with them. Try not to harp too much on the backup goaltending. But at this point, there's been too many games, too much evidence, too much information on how this team plays in front of him that there is no way I would put him back in that net. So what do you do if like you're Trevor Moore and his mentor? Come yeah. on. Or like... Hutch and his mentor. Poor Trevor Moore. He was he was a legend for about half a season. Well, and he has he's looked pretty average since he's come back, which is understandable. You know what? Let, let's trade Cabinet and Yonsen while we're at it too. Two useless individuals. Let's trade them while we're at it. Yeah. Late to practice, not contributing, paid in the off season. God, man. Oh my goodness. I'm like totally thrown for a loop now that they made this deal. I'm not yep. surprised. Desperation. Yep. Desperation. At its yep. finest. You're right. He clearly has a good relationship with the LA Kings. Because yes. the, the Kings didn't necessarily... Like giving up more in a couple third rounders isn't exactly holding Dubas over a barrel. No, and I've heard Brian Burke talk on 590 millions of times. And the best part about Berkey is his old school hockey stories. And he always tells the stories that there's just like five or six or three or four general managers around the league that he like to do deals yep. with. So clearly Kyle Dubas has a decent relationship with the LA Kings. <sighs> My goodness. So this totally changes everything. So now we need to shift gears to, I don't really want to do a bum and beauty of the week tonight. Like I'm going to be honest. Like I thought about it. Like, well, let's just skip it for this week. Like, 
Here, I'll do it for you quick. Austin Matthews, beauty of the Cody week. Cody CC, bum of the week. Cody CC, bum of the week. Or Casperi Kapanen, bum yep. of the week. Oh, yes, Take your yes. Pick. Kapanen, there you go. bum That's of the week. That's a quick one for... right there. Yeah, yeah. I just, I didn't want to. Yeah. Like... Late to a noon practice. You have one job. Get to practice on time. I have a question. Noon practice. That's embarrassing. for you and any of our listeners out there. How many of you, when you saw Kapanen got benched, thought that another video appeared on Pornhub? <laughs> That's where my head went. I didn't want to go there. I was like, uh-oh, there. there's another video. I'm like, oh, There's geez. another video on Pornhub. <laughs> oh boy that is special yeah, is special oh boy i was a little worried yeah trade rumors are there trade yeah. rumors yeah. is Kaepernick going anywhere nah he actually just appeared on a website yeah. for the second time well, you know what he was probably at well, like, do we, do we think that he's he's out the night before just sending it? Well, no, no. I see more like just actually, I don't know. Based on his history, he could be yeah. sending it. I'm the guessing night he's out the night before sending it, and he just like can't. Could have a needy yeah. girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Could be into the VGs. Oh, yeah. Could be playing Fortnite all oh, night. Yeah. Cod. Oh yeah. Take your pick. I don't know what he's doing. It's yeah, noon, know, dude. Like even on my. Best days of sleeping in. Noon's a tough yeah, yeah. call. Noon's, noon's a stretch. Yeah, like I got a I got a day off today, and I I think I slept. It was the longest I've ever slept in in a long time, and I think it was like ten thirty. Noon? Like, what are you doing? That's embarrassing. Kyle Dubis with making this deal, Ryan is accepting that like if we don't do something, we're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, well, look at the standings. It will will tell you right then and there. One thing people have to remember about the Maple Leafs, and you have to take this into consideration, is the ramifications. So MLSE is owned by the two biggest telco companies in the country, okay? They're... The the revenue generated from a Maple... Even having four home playoff games for the Maple Leafs, or three is massive okay it's massive there someone and it will be shanny will need to answer to the board of directors when they are missing that revenue this year so it's like they are going to do everything they can to get in yeah and judging by the temperature of this country and you watch the Leafs go on the West Coast to Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal, even though it's not on the West Coast, on the East Coast. But And then you got Ottawa. You look at the amount of blue shirts that are in that building. I think it's pretty clear at this point that one team in this country rules the roost, and it's the blue and white. Kyle Clifford's face? Like this, his this headshot that they've posted of him is incredible. Guy's just got no teeth, and he's just looks like a gritty individual. Yeah, I you know I kind of feel bad for Trevor. I like Trevor more. 
I, I, I felt bad for him that he got that injury but at the Ryan, start of the season. But Ryan, he's another one because of these guys who's like small I know, I know, I get it. Speedy and skilled. No, I get it. I, I, he's, he's, he's. You can get rid of him. You can get rid of most of the guys on this team. There's only a couple of guys you could keep. You, you could replace most guys on this team. Let's be honest. But it's, it's a desperation move. It's like let's take another flyer on a goaltender who hasn't had a great career. Uh, was hyped up, didn't do that well, but maybe he'll do a little bit better than the guy we have right now because that's all they can ask for because yeah. they're screwed if Freddie is out for yeah. a while. And I hate how they just don't make it public. It's like, come on. Like, yeah, I know. Well, it's, you're right. I, I, think you're, I think you're bang on when you're saying like a couple weeks. And, and, it, and it's like we get on this podcast and I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, if I've been not been paying attention, like, do they, did they, did they announce something for Anderson? No, they like, haven't. No. They said the only, the only thing they said is neck injury and day to day. What are they going to do, man? Like, what are they going to well, do? Well, they just like, what, what, what is the consequences, the repercussions of this team who is so talented and one of the most talented team in the NHL and have the highest payroll and paying the most players when they don't make the playoffs. Like, what do you do? What do you do well, from the, there? You, you completely change the makeup of the team. And you have it, it on it. Like, the one I, thing. Oh, here, man. Listen, here's the one thing. Like, you you made the point earlier and you referenced Sheldon Keefe's immature comments, okay? So he, here's the one thing that is making me feel um good about that, all right? The biggest difference when when it comes to the relationship, Keefe and Dubis are on the same page, okay? Babcock and Dubis were not. So Babs would say something, and I I am inclined to believe that it would kind of went in Kyle's ear and out the other. If Sheldon sits down across the table from him at the end of the season and goes, "We got a problem here. Like like we got we got an immature group, and we need to fix this." Kyle is more inclined to listen to him and make changes. Whereas before I think he and Babcock had such opposing visions of, of hockey in general that he wouldn't necessarily listen to Babs the way he'll listen to Sheldon. Well, I hope so. And I, I like Sheldon Key from what I've seen from him. Seems like a smart guy. Seems like everything that he has in place is is good. It's in check. It's going to work. But it's it's like it's almost he's he's jumped on a train that's headed towards the wrong direction. He just got on too little, too yeah. late. You make the you make the um, you you have to if if you miss the playoffs. I completely lost my train of thought in the middle of that sentence. There, I just that's, it that's was just like, to me a couple just times. You're like. Where am I going with this? Just bye-bye. If they don't make the playoffs, heads are going to roll. It's that simple. I don't think anything's going to happen. What's going to happen? The the big four aren't going anywhere for obvious and financial reasons, but everyone underneath them, and and Freddie's not going anywhere. But no one else is safe. And like obviously they're not going to. So you're looking at you're looking at Riley, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Anderson, Sandy, everyone else. Throw Sandin in there as well. Free throw range Sandin in there as well. He's the number one prospect in the organization. He's not going anywhere. 
Guy needs to start lifting some weights well, and working on his fast well, twitch muscle fibers well, ASAP Ryan, in the off season. But Ryan, listen, the the guy, the guy is like has a lot yeah, to but work he's, on. Ryan, he's a kid, and like, how long does it take to? It takes. Well, look at Morgan Riley. He he started in the league yeah. as a kid. He was kind of struggled for a bit, and then he showed up last year. He got seventy yep. points. Showed up this year. He was speculated to be kind of hurting all year and now he's gone he's nowhere in sight they miss him that's another factor you got your number one defenseman out on the shelf that is another factor and now you got your number one goalie on the shelf and it's like what are you gonna do without those two you're not that's another thing about this season man and i don't want to make excuses but it's like they've dealt with more injury issues this year than they have in the last three years Everybody's taking a turn yeah, for on the sure. deal. And Anderson always has a point in the year where he's a little banged up. There was a point last year where they first got Hutchison and he played like five games in a row, and he wasn't even that yeah. bad. And and they've had some Matthews injuries. They've had Marner out for a bit this year. They've had Tavares out for a bit. Nylander was nowhere to be found last year. He was swimming somewhere, even though he was supposed to be playing hockey. And, and then this year you got. Keefe takes over. Nylander's playing well. Austin Matthews got 39. They've both been healthy all year. And now your goalie's injured. Uh, Tavares was hurt for a bit. Not having that good of a year. And and Marner is Marner. Like, it's just... And then you, you look around. You're like, okay, they're talented. The guys have stats. They're having good years. And then it's... You look at the standings. It's like, okay, it's not really doing it. It's not working. Yeah. But now, Ryan, we have a new uh, a new development to watch. As they've acquired Jack Campbell from the LA Kings. Jack Campbell. The savior. Good guy. What would you have done if they went and got Johnny Burns from the Detroit Red Wings? I would have called his agent personally, set up an educational video... (laughs) On Nelson Mandela (laughs) before I had Johnny Birds take care of anything. That's the best answer you could have possibly given. (laughs) That's what I would have done. And for anyone who hasn't seen that clip, I beg you to type in on YouTube. Jonathan Bernier, Nelson Mandela. You will not regret it. And if you have a bad case of secondhand embarrassment, I do not recommend yeah, watching you, this. You you will not regret it. You will cringe yes. and feel yes. bad and be embarrassed for another human being. Yep. yep. That that was even better than my Kapanen and Pornhub reference. You topped me. That's terrible. I, I I show people that like for people who aren't big hockey guys or big leaf guys who who would have known that happened. I'm sure some of you on this pod who are listening to this pod probably haven't heard it either. So I beg you to go search it up. It is just yeah. oh my it goodness. Is, it is top level embarrassing. Yes. Like yep. whoa, yikes! Yep. All right, buddy. I think uh, I think we've. Got it out of our system for this week. We look we look ahead. They got the Anaheim Ducks on Friday and then the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday. Nice. I'm looking forward to that Saturday. So, 
so you you are predicting that um Casimir Cascasuo plays one of those games and Jack Campbell plays the other. Yeah, I would have a risk, especially after that trade. It's so soon after that game. Like, I was wondering if maybe they had it in the works or, like, it was, like, an immediate reaction. I I highly doubt it was immediate reaction knowing how GMs operate or they how they make you believe they operate. I, I, I'm sure he's made an inquiry before, but like a part of me wonders that like halfway during this game, he just called the, the Kings GM. I was like, yeah, like, can we do anything yeah. about this? Cause this is atrocious. Or, or like he had that sitting in the, like in the hopper. And then that fourth goal went in and he just called him up and was like, do it. Let's go. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't I think it'd be a very tough ask to put Mikey Hutch back in the net because any new guy they'll put in the net, they'll have a little more incentive, a little more motivation. Like, let's not do it again. Let's not put a new guy in the net and go out and play awful and not play well on our own end and just completely ruin another guy's career. Yeah. Cause that's what this team is very good at is ruining backup goalie careers. It's the third goalie in the row they've done that to. So, yeah, I think it's time for to put a new goalie in there and kind of maybe light a spark under this group because they need it desperately. And on that note, Rye, we will wait. We will patiently await the debut of Jack Campbell as the new Maple Leafs goalie. Backup goalie. Yeah, I know. Campbell. Thanks. Thanks for downloading this week, everybody. We will catch you next week. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.